0: Hello and happy Friday. On Fridays, I'm going to tell you about what I finished reading this week and the books that I started or I'm currently in the prog- in progress. So this week, I finished three books. Uh, Her Royal Spinus by Riss Bowen was, uh, I think, my favorite of the three books that I read. It's a cozy mystery. And I kind of got turned off of cozy mysteries when I did my 24-hour readathon and read Cocaine Blues from the Franny Fisher series. Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries is one of my favorite TV shows. And the book was really a letdown. Um, and that kind of turned me off of Cozy Mysteries for a little bit. But I'm glad that I picked up her royal Spyness and um, gave it another shot. Her royal Spyness follows a very, very distant member of the royal family. So she's technically still part of the royal family. And she needs to follow all the expectations that a member of the royal family would have. But she's something like 38th in line for the throne or something like that. Um. So she really, she doesn't have a lot of money. Her parents are, um, well her father is recently deceased and her mother is Uh, just kind of making her way through the various rich men of Europe, and they don't really have a close relationship. Uh, Georgie's brother kind of cuts off her allowance, so this book is really her trying to find a way to make it on her own. Um, And then she ends up finding a dead body in her bathtub one day, so she needs to solve the mystery of who killed this guy, and are they trying to frame her or her brother for the murder? Uh, it's definitely a good book if you're looking for a light-hearted cozy mystery, this is definitely a good one. I mean the the main conflict in here is a murder so it's obviously not completely light-hearted haha read but the you're about a third of the way through the book before the dead body even shows up and even at that point there's never really any. Uh, I'm going to say grizzly scenes. It's all pretty lighthearted. So if you're a scaredy cat like I am, that's probably a good mystery for you to check out. The second book that I finished is One for the Money by Janet Ivanovich. This is the first book in the Stephanie Plum series, which is definitely a popular series. Uh, Stephanie Plum is... Um, basically penniless and becomes a bounty hunter because she really doesn't have a choice. She needs a way to make money. She doesn't have any other job, um, but her cousin or some relative is a bail bonds person. So she kind of takes this job tracking down criminals in order to make some money. Um, It was definitely good. You hear a lot about the series, so i I mean, I assumed it would be a book that I would enjoy. It's been wildly successful for several years. I will probably read more Stephanie Plum books, um, but it was a little bit more... There was more happening in the book than I thought there should have been for how short it was. Um, It was significantly smaller than I thought it was going to be, and I read it very quickly. Um, so maybe I was part of the problem. But I would have liked it if some of the ideas in that book were a little bit more fleshed out. We got a little bit more backstory on Stephanie Plum. Um, But I'll definitely read more. I did like it, despite it being so short. And the third book that I finished was A Monstrous Regiment of Women by Laurie R. King. This is the sequel to The Beekeeper's Apprentice. Um, The... This series follows Mary Russell, who is an apprentice of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, The books take place 20 or 30 years after Sherlock Holmes is kind of at his prime. So at this point, he's almost 60 and semi-retired. And Mary Russell is a teenager at the start of The Beekeeper's Apprentice, and the book kind of takes a couple years to get through so at the start of a monstrous regiment of women uh, Mary Russell is just about to turn 21 uh, and she is starting to become more independent so she inherits the money that her parents left her when they died in a car accident and she uh, is finishing up her studies at Oxford And she's kind of coming into herself as an investigator in her own right. She's trained with Sherlock Holmes for um, five or six years by this point. And um, she's starting to do her own thing and cultivate the types of relationships that you expect Sherlock Holmes to have with, um, you know, cabbies and um, all the various costumes and hideouts in unexpected places she's starting to think maybe that she should uh, develop these types of things for herself. So you get to see Mary kind of come into her own in this book and that was really fun. There's uh, a pretty good mystery in this one too. I would say this is an excellent book except for the last 10 or 15 pages. Something happens at the very end of this book that kind of changes the way the series will have to move forward um, it will be a little while before I can get the next book in the series out from the library, but I'm thinking that it's not going to be quite as good as I hoped moving forward. Um, I don't know that I can forgive Glory R. King for writing in this detail at the end, and there's obviously no way that it can be changed now since the book has been out for so long and there's so many books in the series, so I, I guess I'm just going to have to live with it, but... Um, It was definitely a disappointment. Without that detail, I would say the book is excellent. That kind of killed my enthusiasm, and now I would describe it as just a pretty good book. For Books in Progress, I'm working on In the Time of the Butterflies. So if you're a part of Riley's Book Club, you already know a little bit about my thoughts on this. Um, I've read the first four chapters so far. That's what we're discussing in the Book Club this week. Um, And then I'll open up discussion for chapters 5 through 8 on Tuesday. So if you want more information about the book club, you can go to the website. And then in that top menu, go to the Riley's Book Club tab. Um, The book follows four sisters. And I think the only thing that I'm not too keen on in this book is that it switches back and forth between the sisters. I like that you get more details about what's going on in the story. But I think it's going to be a little bit distracting for me these first couple of weeks, especially when I have to wait a week in between readings so that I can discuss it in the book club. Um, But I know I'm going to have to be looking back to the opening chapters and um, trying to figure out which sister is which, and that might be a little bit distracting for me. Um, But outside of that, it should be pretty good. I'm also working on Heartless by Marissa Meyer. You might recognize Marissa Meyer's name from The Lunar Chronicles, which is one of my favorite YA fantasy series. Um, I might go as far as to say that I like it equally with Harry Potter. Maybe not quite that much, but it's definitely very good. Um, But my favorite thing about The Lunar Chronicles is how relatable and how uh, human each of the characters seem. I've heard from a few people who already read Heartless that they didn't like Heartless as much of any of the books from the Lunar Chronicles and now I'm about a quarter of the way through the book and I completely understand why. Uh, The main character in Heartless is named Catherine and she really has never had anything bad happen to her. I mean she's, she's rich, her mom's Pretty critical of her but overall I mean she's got good parents she has an awesome best friend she gets to do whatever she wants and now with the book um, she's at a part where things are not quite going well for her uh-huh. and it's kind of the first time anything bad has happened to her and I don't really feel that sympathetic because she's not a relatable character and I don't feel that connection with her that I did with characters like Cinder or Scarlet. So I'm definitely going to keep reading. I'll let you know if I start to change my mind on that next week. Um, but so far, it's good, but not great. And now the final book that I'm reading this week, I'm not far enough in to give you too much of an opinion about, but it is The Last of August by Brittany Cavallaro. Uh This is... The sequel to A Study in Charlotte, which is a different Sherlock Holmes adaptation, um, it takes place in the present day, where the descendants of Sherlock Holmes and John Watson meet at a boarding school. And in the first book, one of their fellow students is murdered, and Jamie Watson is one of the prime suspects at the beginning, um, and he kind of reluctantly teams up with Charlotte Holmes. And they slowly become close friends, um, they become each other's only friends, and they develop that quick-paced, witty relationship that you can expect from any Sherlock Holmes adaptation. Um, I really enjoyed the first book, so far the second book is pretty good, I'm not very far into it, I'm only a few chapters in, so I don't quite know yet what all is going to be going on, but I think we're going to get to see uh, Jamie and Charlotte working together. And they're going to be doing a fair amount of traveling in this book, which will be kind of neat to see them outside of this school setting. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this book progresses and comparing it to A Study in Charlotte, which is one of my favorite Sherlock Holmes adaptations. But that's all for what I read this week. If you have any questions about any of these books or any recommendations, if you've already read any of these books and want to share your thoughts with me, feel free to call in or Uh, Send me a message on any of my social media platforms. You can visit me on my website too and throw in a comment wherever you want to. Looking forward to hearing from you and have a great weekend.